Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, it is Barathon Week. Barathon. Right. Damn, dog. <laughs> do that again. Barathon. I didn't do as good that time. Damn it. One more time. <laughs> Bushlight, Peach. Barathon. I wish everybody could see your face for that. That's pretty good. We are hammering down on the podcast this week. We're getting, we're ripping the bandaid off. Instead of stretching you out for four months with bear episodes, we just said we'll launch them all in one week. And uh, we appreciate you being here. We'll start off by saying we don't have the information yet for the 2024 WCB bear camps. We're going to make some slight changes. Um, and we'll get all that info out here really quick. You will know about it when we're ready to know. We we'll make a big announcement. So uh, hold your horses. I already have people emailing wanting to book for next year. We'll get to you. I promise. I love you. You're so sweet. Thanks for the support. <laughs> uh, we hunted in, well, hell, this week. There's some CC hunt files, Manitoba, uh, Montana. There's WCB Manitoba. There's WCB Wyoming camps and full force in you. It's everything. Something for everybody. That's right everything uh this intro will play across all these episodes because monotonous to do a thousand different intros for each one so uh the podcast let's get to the business uh, oh by the way real quick thank you everyone who came out to the shoot yeah the shoot oh. was a great success it was awesome. another record year and i mean we couldn't ask for a better day all the people that came out the after party it actually was a fucking blast. thanks for coming out for my birthday it was doug's birthday thank it, you it was <laughs> it was the, that's very nice of you guys it was the best year ever for the shoot yep uh, it was just perfect. Everything was aligned. And everything ev- ran smoothly. And everything before this year, it was like COVID or weather or something like kind of held it back from like reaching what it could be. He said our internet didn't work. And that uh, sucks. Yeah, that's our fault. But um, we'll figure that out next Oops. year. Austin's got a mobile router for us. Yeah, I'll bring that next time. That'd be real nice. Thanks, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the heads up on that. Didn't we'll get, get to memo. the business and then we're going to let you guys get to the bears. Uh, the podcast is presented by Elite Archery. Uh, you're going to see, we have a lot of videos of, uh, the Omnius tearing up some black bears. Oh yeah. Uh, they're fast sons of guns. Mine pretty much went through a bear and then penetrated a barrel. 
That's cool. Ting. Kill them both. <laughs> Kill them both. <laughs> Put water One in that arrow. barrel. I dare you. You won't. Uh, check out Elite, the Omnia, the Era. I'm getting ready to get our Era set up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, big time. Mm. We're planning big time. We're, we're praying for rain. We're doing our part. Mother Nature is just not going to cooperate. It's not cooperating at all. Bitch. And if you're not a bitch, you'll use code WCB2023 <laughs> at bigtime.com for your next food plot order. If you're too late, you're too late now if you haven't planted. Plan your fall plots out, right, Doug? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? I'm doing fall plots because there ain't no rain. That's actually, you're playing it smart this year. We drilled in <laughs> no, some borderline. It's paying off. I'm just lazy. It's paying off. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a piece of shit, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Huntworth, man, uh, would you guys rock Tarnan in Wyoming? Uh, Yep. We rock Tarnan in Canada. Yeah, and a little disruption. Yeah, you rock both still. Yep. I'm, uh, I like both, but I... I have a little mixture of both. Yeah, I'm not, ag- I'm not against that at all. I kind of switch over everything to Tarnan just because I'm, I'm kind of nerd out. I like the look. I like, yeah, you know. I like to be matching. But if you're wanting to get yourself into some Tarnan or whatever pattern you prefer from Huntworth, code WCB15. Get on there and show them some love. Um, I love working with Huntworth. They're one of the best. Old Barn Taxidermy. Mm. Did you see the mountain lion? Did you see the Gyrbuck replica I just got back? Oh, I've seen, seen it. Oh. I've seen them. Dude, Sam and the whole crew at Old Barn. Just killing it. Best taxidermy crew in the game? Top notch. Top notch, dude. That mountain line looks like it's looking through your soul. That snow. That fucker looks alive. Rock. I thought it was going to tag me when I came in the studio. It might be. I, try, oh, I tried to pet him, but I got too scared. Dude, Sam, Linda, the whole crew, crazy. The best. They did that video of them putting the snow mm. on the rocks. It's the little details. Dude, it's I deep. absolutely By the way, they did love. that in a day, less than a day. I, saw, I went there with my bear, and then they had it to you the next day. The Rock, yeah. 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 Just done. I know. That's fucking crazy. They're killing it over there. It, uh, it's it, inspiring to see. It's like normally you go into taxidermy shops and you got the dude eye rolling you when you're trying Smoking to get a, a cigarette. You're trying to get a form that turns the other way and he's not used to ordering that one or mounting them that way and he's pissed. You're like, well, you retire, bro. Go back to <laughs> fucking drywall. Um, but check out Old Barn Taxidermy. For, I just feel like that's just love what you do or don't do it. That's my thoughts. Continue. Fort, <laughs> Fort Madison, Iowa. Thanks, Doug. My Doug's telling me if I can get back on track. And Loophole. Loophole is at the shoot. Yep. Uh, everyone got to check out the performance eyewear. I, I think, you know, we talk about the performance eyewear, but we don't put enough emphasis on how badass the performance mm-hmm. eyewear actually is. Um, they have some new models coming out that are sweet. They're spicy. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or not. But uh, check out Loophole. Their eyewear, oh, their yeah. optics, their scopes, their rangefinders, their binoculars. Um, all good shit. And... Trophy line. If you're a saddle hunter, if you lean that way, if you're not, they still have mobile gear for you. They have packs. Ah, the best backpack in the game. Fanatic. Which one do you like? Um, you can't remember the name, huh? No, nah, it's the bucket one. Okay. I like the K's. Yep. What do you run, Eric? I don't know. God damn it, dude. I know. I'm we- terrible. Um, but yeah, even if, you're, even if you're not saddle hunting, they have the packs. They have um, ropes, safety harnesses, headlamps. Yep. All sorts of stuff. Uh, you can use code WCB2310 at Trophy Line. And uh, that code works for everything on Trophy Line, by the way. Also, which we're going to elaborate on, new to our partnership lineup for the year. Ooh, who is it? Black, Drum roll, please. Oh, Black Gate Trail Cameras. That's right. Wee. Very excited for this partnership. Um, we have a podcast coming up, and you'll learn why we decided to go with Black Gate. We've been running Black Gate for um, a little while. 
Yeah. And I've been very happy. We'll get into the details there, but there's a code I think that's active. Uh, we'll find out. WCB10 Black Gate Trail Cameras. And Camel Fire. Doug, Camel Fire. Tell me about it. Tell me. Just remember to delete your browser history. Why? Because your wife's going to be pissed. Because why? Because you're getting, Ooh. she doesn't know you're getting deals, but you're spending money. Oh, what do we got tonight? We got boots, baby. Crispies. Oh, crispies. 20% off. Dang. Got some Danners on there, 25, 30% off. Waiters. Shit fire. Some new rubbers. Lacrosse rubber boots. Doug needs those. I need 25% off. Yeah, lacrosse waiters. Damn, Gina, some shoes. Look at them shoes. Danners. Oh, lacrosse. there's some hey dudes. Some hey dudes. Wow, look at that. I'll never do the hey dude thing. I just, I got to be honest. They're not hey dudes, though. They're Lamo. Oh. No, Mara steps. But anyway, revolving deal. So these are, see, we get caught up doing it. There's decoys on here, all sorts of stuff. So discounted, and then after a certain amount of time, the deals expire and new deal, deals reload. Camelfire.com, and they have an app. So like we always say, if you have stuff you're building up for whitetail season or a trip next fall or this fall or a couple years down the road, you can start building up your hit list for gear that you need, whether it's sleeping pads, tents, stuff like that, and add that up through Camelfire. So... Check it out. Don't overlook it. There's an app. Download it. Um, if you download the app, I don't know. Maybe your wife won't. She won't even notice it's an app. It's a, it's a trail camera app. Uh, well, she, you know what you tell her? Shut up. That's what you tell her. How, how many times you go to Target this week? Yeah. You douche. Proper response. <laughs> you know, douche. Well, don't call your wife a douche. Well, just don't be a douche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the podcast also brought to you by Novix Tree Stands. Mm. Mm. I like Novix. Love them. Code WCB10. <laughs> Give me a plug. What, what do you like better? Hilo, Echo. Which one? Um, we don't have our Raider stuff yet, but... That's a hard one. Come on. I think the Hilo. Austin? I'd probably have to go Hilo. Hilo. Yeah, but the Echo's so roomy. Stretch out. It is. Yeah, but those long walks. I'm used to saddle platforms. That thing's like roomy. I like the Hilo too, yeah. but the Echo's I like nice. stay nice and tight. <laughs> I, killed a, I killed a buck and a doe out of a Hilo, or a, no, Echo last year. I enjoyed it, man. It's nice to have that extra room. But really, like, the weight difference isn't that much. It's like the lower profile. True. Yeah. You know, it, just, it packs different. But yeah. uh, made in USA, moving to Ohio. New new news for Novix Tree Stands. But no, love the product. Um, just proud to be with them. I'm ready to rock some stuff this year. Between Trophy Line and Novix, there's no excuse to not be mobile. It's like we have both ends oh, yeah. covered. So, Doug, you're being lazy now, but you're going to have to get off your ass this fall. Yeah, quit being a bitch. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. So thank you. And Grizzly Coolers and Drinkware. Mm. Mm. WCB branded drinkware at workingclassboner.com. Eric, tell us about it. Yeah, they're awesome. I mean, they've been selling like hotcakes, so when they are in stock, when we tell you they are, you what's, guys better get on there. What's the best seller that uh Oh, that one in your hand. Oh, the pint. The pint, the pint, the charcoal one. Can't keep them in stock. I like the charcoal one, but the white one is like, I like the white. The white one's sexy. The contrast with the WCB logo yeah. and the white and the feel. Like What's, this is a textured like charcoal. The tall texture. one that has the screw on lid. You put ice in that thing. It's there for like two days. It's yeah. crazy how long that thing. What holds Ross ice. Put, filled his full of ice in camp bear camp and left in the back of your truck and it was yeah. there for like yeah two three days. Yeah. You could drink for two days. Stay drunk. Grizzly, it'll get you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fucking fat bitches and no. I'm sorry. Wrong plug. Wrong plug. That's Chappelle's show. Sorry. Oh, man. Got carried away. Who man. gave me these notes? <laughs> <laughs> Teleprompter. No, Grizzly is the best, man. They're coolers. We got, oh, man, the shoot. Goddamn. Those, 
We damn near wore the hinges out on our Grizzlies, man. Goddamn right. It's a good time. Check out Grizzly. You can use code WCB at everything with Grizzly and Kenai, actually. So if you want to get your lady something, check out some Kenai stuff. They're Grizzly. Um, what do we got here? So that's going to do pretty much do us in for the week. We got Slick Trick Broadheads, Pull Back and Let Go, Combination Creative. If you guys are looking out for uh, logos, website, social marketing, and uh, Black Ovis, uh, you know, Slick Trick, obviously, Broadheads. We, I've been running the Viper Trick, um, Pull Back and Let Go. I think the leader in, you know, uh, branded clothing, lifestyle wear, um, yep. especially if you want to get notch. some stuff for your lady, check out Pull Back and Let Go. And, She'll uh, love it. Black Ovis um, is pretty much your one-stop shop for anything you need. And keep in mind, you know, anything on Black Ovis that we're not partnered by, our code still works on. So WCB10 at Black Ovis. So boots to anything else, camp gear, everything. That Sleeping code bags, works on there, I mean, so. anything you want is on there. Everything. WCB10 Black Ovis. Thanks to all our partners. Appreciate you guys supporting the living hell out of us. That's pretty nice. Um, uh, Dialed Archery also in there, too. And I got excited and skipped a couple on Thermoseat. Thermoseat's been a partner for a long time. Um, code WCTS at Thermoseat and code Working Class uh, for free shipping at Dial Archery. Them dialed did some work, huh? Oh, this dialed week, starts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't have my bow out there. I'm kind of glad because I was hungover at the shoot. But there's a lot of dialed getting shot at the shoot. It was cool to see. Oh yeah, a lot of them there. It's kind of neat. People like catching on to what we're doing. So. Sometimes there's a delay. You know, I would say it takes three months really, yeah. for our ads. Like, be like, oh, that's the thing. Because people listen and delay. But no, good good stuff. Good times. Good people. We're here in Barathon week, baby. Yep. Let's talk about some bears. Let's kill some bears. Bum, thanks bum, thanks bum. for being here. Love you guys. Barathon. Appreciate you sitting through our ads. You're the best. Go shoot your bow. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from The Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. It's really, really not that good. All right, it is the first, maybe the first podcast we've ever recorded in Canada. I think that's fair to say. We're at uh, the 2023 Canadian WCB Bear Camp with Big Woods Wilderness Outfitters. Yep. Thanks for having us, John. Hey, my pleasure. It's been a blast so far. It's been a good time. So, uh, Kurt Geyer speaking. Ross Bigger. John, of course. And then returning for a second podcast. He only shows up when he kills stuff. <laughs> Cody's in the house. What's up, man? Good afternoon. Thanks for being Pull that just a little closer. It'll be good. Yeah, there you go. So, John, how the hell did we end up here? Well, I guess it goes back uh, two years ago, Indianapolis uh, Deer Turkey Expo. Yep. Uh, I'm set up right next to you guys at the booth. I was there with my wife, Tammy. And Sorry about that. Yeah, no, it was good, good times. Lots of laughs. Lots of laughs. <laughs> yeah. And uh, 
we got talking and uh, you guys, I guess, looking at my pictures, we're talking and success rate, we're reacting how good it is. And we just put the hunt together last year and this is the year we did it. And you came down with nine, like nine, nine, it was great. And we got out and I mean, we're killing bears. We got uh, five down so far, two nights to go and four bears to kill. And I don't see much of a problem. Yeah, I know. We're, we're sitting pretty good. So yeah. Uh, everybody knows we do the normal WCB camp, which is our uh, Wyoming backcountry bear camp, which right now Doug and Eric are out there with um, that whole crew who booked, uh, which is awesome. So we're able to do two bear camps, you know, one in Wyoming, one in Canada this year. At the same time. At the same time. And, uh, you know, I think next year we're going to make uh, – and I don't know, we had to figure it out. It might That camp in Wyoming might turn into more of a rifle victory drive podcast focused camp right but still uh you know obviously wcb owned and operated too on that so uh, on the victory drive side of things but uh, there's a lot of things we can do with our wcb bear camps and just have fun tearing them up bear hunting's a different uh, it's obviously way different than deer hunting but i, I feel out of my element but I, I think that's fun it's a fun it's just a fun vibe uh, getting to hang out the camaraderie and everything lounge around and eat like kings and laugh yeah. and joke and and go hunt and go fish. And, and, and the Wyoming camps, that it's that way too, but uh, different. You know, you're right. backcountry, so it changes the element a little bit. But, uh, but no, yeah. we, we appreciate you having us out and letting us, like, take over for the week. And, uh, yeah. And oh, it's been great. It's been a great learning experience for me, holding the lights last night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the bush. Yeah. Doing, Never done that before. Doing so. our photos and videos yeah. and stuff yeah, like something. that. and. We should note, too, that, I mean, we've done three nights of hunting, but our middle night, we didn't hunt. We had a thunderstorm go through, so technically, we're two nights of hunting with five bears down, not yeah. three. Yep. But, uh, no, it's been a lot of fun. I enjoy it. I look forward to, you know, next year and years to come. It's going to be a great time. We're going to have a lot of fun. So, well, initially, where can people get a hold of you? I mean, all the info is going to be here, but if someone's, like, interested to hunt, what's the process? Uh, the process is, like, uh, if you're looking at the, whether you have a business card from a show I've been at or just on the website, you can call the toll-free number. It comes right to my cell phone, and the other number underneath is my cell number. So, you can feel free to shoot me a text, even, okay. and I'll call you. Like, it's... I'm not worried about it, so I can do whatever people like. It's pretty simple. Send me an email. I'll be honest. I'm not the greatest with Instagram. I've got my youngest <laughs> daughter, Natalie. She's uh, 25, and she's looking after all that. So she tells me, she goes, Dad, you got to answer someone. So I'm yeah. trying to get better. I'm you have trying. a social media manager. You're yeah, just a big deal. Exactly. That's, that's a big deal. <laughs> i got to get one of those. I'm fucking tired of it. Uh, but, I mean, hopefully all the bears you've been killing helps your guys' Instagram and everything. I think it will. But um, the reason why uh, it's just myself – Ross and Cody, because we killed, the, we all shot bears the first night. Yep, uh, which is awesome, and uh, we all kind of had an idea what we wanted to shoot. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to shoot a good bear. Yep, you know I wasn't gonna pass. You definitely a bunch got of, a good bear, so yeah, I'm thrilled with it. So we can. I think what we ought to do is, um, you know, break down the first our hunts, I guess, really, and then. Uh, yep. Who uh, who who went first? I, I killed first. You killed first. Yeah, I was in the. I was shot in the stand. First, yeah. I shot first. Yeah, I was in the stand, an hour and fifteen minutes. And I guess at an hour and five, he showed up, and I had to stand there or sit there and watch him for 10 minutes facing me, behind behind the barrel, straight on. And uh, I could see he turned his head, and I'm like, yeah, he's got a big noggin on him for sure. And uh, But it was way early. I mean, the sun was out, wind was blowing. He came in painting like a dog. I mean, it was just hot. It was like 90 degrees, so he wasn't moving real fast. He just kind of slithered in there. And I... Uh, <laughs> I sat there and watched him for 10 minutes, and he finally moved and, and came around the side and gave me a shot opportunity. So I, 
I took it and then uh, waited for a little bit, and then I got down and went and I found my arrows next to the barrel. And uh, these bears don't bleed very much, which it's weird, huh? It's tough, man. But right. but also well, they do bleed. They bleed. It's just the defense mechanism of that fat and hair. Right, it's a, right. The whole clotting thing to get away from a predator. That's why I yeah. said it's like they have sponges on both sides of their bodies. Yeah, yeah. with their hair. Well, I made a, I made a shot, a good shot. I just didn't know how good it was, and uh, I thought it was more mid body. But I, come to find out, we ended up finding him, and it was behind the shoulder. And we had the foot, we the, had the footage. We all reviewed the footage in camp. And yeah, slowed him I down had my and zoomed, and I had two GoPros and a, and my camera arm going, and it. I got I got a decent look at the shot, so uh, I should have I should you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, and I should have got down and went in there sooner. Uh, but for safety, I didn't want to push him off, and you know, it had it been a middle shot, you know, I just yeah, shot placement is key for on these things for sure. But uh, yeah, we should talk about that a little bit because I think everyone sees like guys tuck the shoulder on whitetails trying to heart. Joe Humphries is calling me. Joe. You really want you really want that mid body. Maybe just a hair forward. Yeah, but like John, middle of the middle, and then a touch forward. Maybe. A touch forward, but and, but if you're a hair back, that's okay. That's why middle of the middle's in your that's in your wheelhouse. That's right. it, kind of thing. And it's just a black bear's organs sit ba- a little further back than like a white tail. Yeah, would. the ribs will just they, they 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 hover back more, and they've got such a massive clavicle of a shoulder blade. If that leg's even back a tiny bit, like that that elbow say is just cocked a little bit, that. That uh, you're done. You're done. That's, yeah. that's covering everything. So yeah. So middle of the middle is that I just before we get deeper in and forget to mention that because I think, you know, I remember watching black bear hunts before I ever hunted black bear or even thought about shot placement on a black bear. You always think, ooh, that's in the guts. Yeah. Or that's far back. Yeah. Yep. And it's not. And the thing is, is the uh, they're constantly moving. Like their bodies are tor- twerking, tweaking, whatever, moving. If they pull their arm back, then it just covered everything up. <laughs> They move their arm forward, and they, they sit down, they lay down, they stand up on the barrel. I mean, they're they're constantly moving. They're flexible. Yeah. Yeah. You got to – I guess you just have to time your shot right, too. I mean, you get them to hold still and be perfectly broadside is ideal. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, we reviewed the footage. Shot looks stellar. I mean, you can see you bury in, hit offside, yeah. quartering away a touch, and then yep. you can see your fletching disappear completely. And then come back. And then come back out, yeah. It, it hit the offside shoulder, arm, uh, and then I think it – I mean, it went through it. Yeah. And then uh, he, initially, the fletching being on his right side with the entry side didn't come – he snapped the arrow off. And I, I think the fletching and the rest of the shaft that he snapped off was probably 8, 10 inches long. And he carried that with him. The arrow with the broadhead was laying next to the barrel, and he got up and took off hauling ass, and he – he kicked. He carried that for about ten yards, I guess, and then kicked out my. Like he was on a total death run. If you notice, he came up off that ridge, hit that little trail <laughs> through the grass, hit another ridge, and it was basically straight right to him, kind yeah. of thing. There I mean, was there was no death ball. No, and and that's fine because I've that's had. That's a fifty fifty thing. You yeah, don't hear yeah, it death, all the time. So uh, we had we do have to kind of break some of this down, you know, because. There might be people listening that might not know. Like, what, what's what is that? The death moan or whatever? It's the air going out of the lungs. He's finished. He's laid down, and he's just. It's the air going out. It's those last few breaths, and they just make a sound. Yep. That's it. Okay. You hear that? <laughs> money, and you know he's close. Like uh, right. Uh, he's, he hasn't gone far. Okay. But when they're tight-lipped and they don't say anything, you don't really know if they're <laughs> oh, we know. tight-lipped. We know. <laughs> Thanks, Ross. <laughs> yeah, you get the tight-lipped bears. <laughs> When they don't say nothing, when they're no death ball, you know. Uh, 
then you're just not sure. And with no, not much of a blood trail, it's hard to, to get down and really want to venture out there and just start well, searching. We're literally on hands and knees yeah, looking at a leaf. There's a drop. There's a drop. And then you're yep. all of a sudden just hoping that eventually it's just going to open up. And then he hits a rock place, you know, where there's no grass or no nothing. Now it's like, where do you go? So yeah. now you're scouring bush. And for anyone that's never been here before, you have no idea the uh, the the uh, undergrowth it's that dense, we have. Right. You Very cannot dense. see anything. If you Bigfoot know, lives anywhere, it's fucking here. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though. He could hide here. What's yeah. nice about this operation being up here, when you got a bear down, uh, everybody getting together and, and getting the numbers of people out there looking and helping you look for your bear. Right. Uh, you, you can start grid searching now at this point. You get that many guys going at the same time, you can – it's it's well, that's all that I was kind of thought about it, even for myself. When I would be hunting just home here with my mm-hmm. buddies kind of thing, you shoot a deer, like you can go look for it by yourself or a deer or a moose or whatever, but it's a lot more fun when you've got everybody. I mean, everyone's partaking. It's, everyone feels like they got it. I mean, I, yeah. I haven't shot a bear for, oh, God, except for finishing them off. Right. I haven't <laughs> shot one in uh, like God knows how many years, but every time I see everyone's face and I get to see the videos of a big schwack, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like I got a bear. Right. Like, yeah. Someone that's... says, how many bears you get last year? 32. Right. <laughs> see, that's insane. Right. Yeah, I get that completely. Well, you get, it would be, if you didn't feel that way, it'd be weird for you to be in the business you're in. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. You know, the place, and the place that we're staying right here, it's got electricity and running water, which is always a plus. But we are on lake take showers. Front, and take showers. But we are on lakefront. It's gorgeous up here. And uh, Well, there's a beach right in front, you know? Yeah. You can swim right there. Yep. Yeah. These cabins are stellar. Everything's great. Um so yeah, it's uh, we're we're having a good time with it. So let's talk about your bear, and we'll we'll end up bouncing back to your story. Yep. through my story a little bit, but let's talk about your bear, like you know, physically your bear. Physically, yeah. All right, he had a pretty nice blockhead on him, and like he was looking over the barrel at me coming on. I mean, I was like John said before we went out. He's like, you just you keep putting your eyes on that barrel, and then you look away for five seconds, and you come back, and there's a bear standing there. That's exactly what I did. I I stood up. Turned around in my backpack, blew my nose, and then took a real quietly, and then I took a drink of water. I was like, it's going to be a long night, I'm sure. And I turned and looked back over, and damn, there's a bear standing right next to the barrel. <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy. So I put my put my drink down and grabbed my bow, turned the cameras on, got everything going, and he just stood there. What for, were you drinking? Uh, water, actually. Okay, just checking. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> making sure being a good boy. Yeah, just water. No, uh, no buffalo trace in that? <laughs> we're in the land of Crown Royal. You're, I know. And you were, okay, I'm just we're checking. In a, we're in a, just keeping you honest is all I'm doing. Uh, it really was water. Okay. Yep. Just, just check. So uh <laughs> anyways, he I mean nice. He was tall. He was he was good sized bear. Um his head looked good, so I thought, yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna shoot this guy. Yeah. Uh so then he finally provided a shot and I was able to able to do it. So yeah, he's it's worked out nice. It worked out good. Yeah. And they, he, they run out of there real fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as slow as he came in, he got out of there in a hurry. I don't think people sometimes understand how fast these bears are. You're mm-hmm. never out running. Oh, they're There's agile no for how f- of ever. Like, for how uncoordinated they look, they're very coordinated and, like, oh, yeah. agile. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, when he ran, when he ran off, okay, uh, right at the initial shot, there was a little evergreen tree there, and he brushed through it, and you could hear, hear him come in contact with it. But once he made it past that, he didn't snap a twig brush in i mean it was like dead silence yeah and then i heard a snap a, a, a log a stick something mm-hmm. snapped 
basically right where he crashed. And so that, that, was, that was him crashing. Well, if ever you look at a, a lot of bear trails, some of them you see they're like cattle trails, and that's the small ones coming in. They don't care where they step. But when you get a trail where the big ones come in, it's, uh, it's not a trail. It's like uh, a hole Footprints. in the ground. One hole. One hole. One. Mm. Same footprint every single time. Oh, and that's yeah. how they know. They pack that down makes them stellar quiet like they yep. just make no sound mm-hmm. and then they just they sneak up on you like that yep. some of the ground out here is like you step in it's like cushioned oh it's like a like a mattress yeah moss, yeah, yeah, mossy, mossy yeah it's like you can see you know they're padded they're big pad paws you know whatever but yeah i can see how they get around you know especially having some experience now on the ground in this terrain you're like yeah i guess if you i, I get it but um so then yeah your bear is awesome congrats buddy yeah thank yep, you congrats um we kind of yeah, we, our stories kind of intertwine a little bit. Yeah, they get to flirt. Cody, when, what time did you shoot your bear? Oh, I just don't know if it was before or after mine. 7.15 or so. Okay, so you're before me a little bit. I'm going to turn your mic up just a touch. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we might as well tell your yeah. story. Or should we tell mine because mine intertwines with yours? Uh, let's let him tell his. Yeah, let's we'll do that. Yeah. It'll all we'll wrap go in together. Order. We'll go in order. All right. Take it away, brother. So, uh, uh, been setting for a couple hours. Really hadn't seen a whole lot. Um Kind of the same uh, story that Ross had. Uh, bear kind of surprised me. There's a there's a pine uh, kind of oh about uh, 45 degrees to my right. Couldn't really see anything past that. Just kind of sitting there, kind of dazing off, you know, watching things. And and all of a sudden, I seen a seen a black head come through, and he come in real quiet, just stepping real slow, uh, moving nice and easy. And to the point of the other guys there. It, where I was at, it was really heavily moss-covered, just like a mattress. I mean, yeah. we got down and walked, and it's like, yeah, there, there's nothing. So, <laughs> yeah. so he just kind of come in stellar, but he surprised me. So my, my bow's on the hanger. I'm, I'm not, not prepared, to say the least. And, uh, you know, he comes in, and uh, I'm kind of watching him. I'm thinking, it's a pretty good bear, but I have a hard time judging it. I, I just, you know, I wanted to really get some good looks at him. And he gets by the barrel, and, you know, I'm, I'm looking at his back, about the top of the barrel, and and uh, kind of where he kind of laid down and stuff, it, it wasn't a good shot. He was toward, quartering towards me, and he kind of laid down and played, and I'm like, all right. So this is good for me because I've been getting to watch him for a little bit, kind of calm down, kind of get my head right. Yeah. And then he kind of messes around a little bit, and he knocks the barrel over, and he bolts. And I thought, oh, shit. And like scared himself. Yeah, with the yeah, scared himself, scared himself. <laughs> yeah. So he bolts and he comes back in. When he comes back in, he comes back in fast, but he comes in from the opposite side. So now he's coming in from my left. And there again, he's quartered towards me for a little bit. So I'm watching him, and at the, by this time, I've got my bow in my hand, and and uh, he moves around kind of, and now he's quartering, quartering away, but I've almost more of his 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 backside right towards me. And uh, so at this point, I stand up. And I, at this point, I've decided he's been up on top of the barrel. I've seen him beside the barrel. I've realized he's a boar. I'm going to shoot him. So he, uh, he plays around for a little bit longer. And I, I thought I had an opening, so I drew back. And I'm standing for – it felt like forever, but realistically, it was probably 60 seconds or so drawn. And he was standing up part way, And I, I thought I had a pretty good shot. Uh, let the arrow go. Of course, it just – disappears in that thick black hair Mm -hmm. and I always get that gut feeling I I felt like it was good but you know that so he bolts and like I said you you heard nothing I mean it was just 
dead silence through the woods. And then all of a sudden I heard some noises about off to my right side. I thought, man, that's not a death moan, but there's something going on over there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, uh, I text guide right away and I could see the arrow on the ground and you could see, I mean, there's blood over the fletching. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Spoke you know, to him. At, yeah. Got, at least got, it, it, yeah, he's, it went through him, yeah. you know? So, uh, you know, the Ronnie and Cody, the, the two guides come in and get down and we start finding blood spots right away, but not much. A couple, couple spots here and there. Yeah. We go about 30 yards and it starts opening it up. And, uh, yeah, people at, at home, listen, you know, keep in mind, like all the hair that is catching blood before it hits the ground or it's soaking in. So that's why we, we keep going back to that. Like not a lot of blood. I mean, sometimes there is right, but that's. You know. yeah. Unless you put a big hole on a really good pass through where you've got the lungs just spurting, yeah. then you're getting it flying out everywhere. Right. Yeah, yeah. If it's through, it, it could be a good shot, just like he had killer shot. But it's just that blood's got that hair's got to get so wet before yeah. it starts leaving it behind. Yeah. So yep. just uh, just a I didn't mean to interrupt you, Cody, but just no. I think a good note for people listening. You know, I think uh, if you don't know, it's easy to just assume things until you like, get here and learn those little things. You know, right. that apply to this type of hunt. So. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> nope, nope, for sure. So uh, we're kind of moving forward, and we get probably, oh, probably close to 40 yards out, and it starts opening up. I mean, there's now we're finding dabs of blood on the ground. You're, you're able to see almost from blood spot to blood spot and, and uh, just have to look forward, and I think Ronnie said it first. He said, uh, we got a bear, and there's just, just no description of that feeling, you know, That's knowing, right. knowing it's down and in front of you. Yeah. And, uh, yep, got up to him, and sure enough, about 80 yards from from the stand and Money. Man. on the yeah. ground. It's a big bear, exciting. too. Yeah. yeah. Big yeah, bear. Yeah, good bear. Really, really happy well, with the bear. Like Ronnie said, you had told him that uh, you heard a gurgle. It wasn't a death one, but a gurgle. So, like, he was, he knew he was toast kind of thing. So, we can take the time to look at that. But some people know if you're up here bear hunting, most bears are found the next day. Mm-hmm. If we don't get a death moan, it's like, ah, you know, we don't want to push them. It's late. It's dense it's, cover. And it's, yeah, it's really dense. Just get dark. up early and head, get head up out. early and get out and get them. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we're talking about warm days, but the night's still cool right down to where you're putting a jacket on. I mean, yeah. it's oh, uh, yeah. it's yeah. that's yeah, that's sure. Manitoba. Yeah, we're far <laughs> enough north <laughs> from home, but yeah, no, your bear was amazing, man. Congratulations, yeah, huge congrats, bear. Congrats. So, are you gonna full mount them? What's the verdict? Uh, I'm not sure yet whether I'll do. A three quarter or full full Ross body. Ross is t- trying to talk you into a full mount. I I'm getting yeah. I'm I'm leaning on him pretty hard about this full body. I what mean, are you gonna do with yours? I'm gonna do a pack out or a pack mount, like an old barn signature pack mount. Yep, old barn nice. pack mount. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, I your bear is big enough. I think he'd look stellar in a full mount. But a three quarter mount, I love those. I'm biased. I have one. I absolutely love it. You yep. won't regret it. Yep. You know, it's, you get the feel of a full mount with just a little more space than a white tail shoulder mount. Right. The t- I tell you what though, the, the size of his bear, I it's mean, a big it, bear. It's, it's big enough that you could justify doing a full body on him all day long. I agree. I I agree. I uh, I've got two full body mounts and I I love them. I yeah, they do look good. They do. Mm-hmm. So I have to see. You know, does a wife have to approve your taxidermy decisions? Yeah, she'll probably. have something to say. Yeah, she'll, she'll, she'll get some say in it. I'm sure <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. You, yeah. Got one of those, you got one of those shirts. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's right. Well, so. There's two of the three bears for the first night. Yep. Um, I'll just tell my story now, I guess, right? Yeah. That's where we're at. Uh, yeah, first night in. Um, honestly, my, my, I should talk about my goals, too. Like, 
I want to just kill a good bear. I wasn't going to hold out for like a mega. Yep. But of course, nobody wants to shoot a small bear. So, um, and just judge, a respectable bear. Yeah, I just want to yeah. kill a good bear. And uh, I've actually never seen a black black bear before, <laughs> before this trip. Really? Which is uh, morning is very uncommon. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was fortunate enough to kill like a really good color phase in Wyoming and yeah. never seen a black bear. There's so many color phase bears out west, you know. Um, so I pretty much it was the first it was the first black black bear I've ever seen while hunting. Um, yeah, there's so that's some, cool. Some funny puns we could spin off this. <laughs> yeah. um, so anyway, I set up. Uh, I had like a bow mounted like tactic cam camera and I had a GoPro set up over the bait. The bait was 11 yards and. Uh, uh, John, you seem so confident, you know, going in. The setup was amazing. Like, stands were nice. Everything was good. I'm like, man, this is cozy. So, just kind of enjoyed it. And the anticipation over hunting, hunting over bait is so different. Because you know when they come in, they're going to be right there if they come in. Like, it's, commit. So, it's so thick, and, and you're only 17 yards from the barrel. Well, well, yeah, I mean, fuck, I was closer. But, yeah, it is so dense in there that, like you said, you can be looking this way and then look back and be like, oh, shit. There he is. Like, well, like Just, I've had I've had guys come in with a rifle and they're saying, "Is there any way could you get me like a forty yard shot?" And I'm like, uh, "No, that's, <laughs> I'd have to cut down two hundred trees." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. I mean, it's just different terrain. Yeah, but it's exciting terrain because it you is. know when you do see one, it's going to be on you. Yep. So I'm up there just death comp five alert scanning, you know, the whole time. It makes and the time uh, go f- uh, by a lot faster too when you're constantly scanning. I, I do enjoy sitting like that. I think uh, it might. This might sound silly, but. I sit like that a lot of times when I'm whitetail hunting because mm-hmm. I don't want to get caught. Um, maybe I move more. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, it's it's worked okay for me anyway. But yep. um, I feel like it wears you out. If you have a week of sitting all day of hunting like that and you're mm-hmm. on death count five or you're so attentive, like, tentative to what's going on, it burns you out. Um, yeah. But that's just how I was sitting because I'm like, man, I want to catch the bear and be ready before it comes in because that bait seemed close, you know, which is great. Um so I sat for about four hours, uh, right around 8 o'clock. I hear a stick break out, so the bait's straight in front of me, and I hear a stick break maybe 20, 30 yards past it. And right away, I'm just like, that's a bear. I just, you know when you know. I heard it. I'm like, that sounded heavy enough. So I just turned the GoPro on, turned my bow camera on, grabbed everything, and just sat, and, w- and then here he comes. Yep. And uh, initial walk-up before he got to the bait, I'm like, Judging's my kryptonite for black bears like it is everybody, I it's think. It's so yeah. hard. It's so hard. And right away, I'm like, okay, that's a good bear. Yeah, I think I'll shoot this bear. And then he comes up to the barrel and right away just, like, tips it over. And then he lays flat. <laughs> and then I'm like, fuck, I don't know if he's that big because he, he like, made himself small and he was laying down low. Yeah. Eating. I'm like, well, shit, I don't know. And then I went to your judgment method. Okay, yeah. will the bear fit into the barrel and then – if he does, would I struggle to get him in the barrel? Yeah. And I'm staring at They're a black blob. <laughs> so you're trying to, like, judge a black blob. I'm like, he would. I think he'd fit in the barrel, but I think I'd have a hell of a time getting him in there, I think. You know? And you're fighting, like, the prejudgment of a Midwesterner where bears don't live, Illinois, Iowa. Yeah. And you're, I mean, fuck, the only few states in the country where black bears don't <laughs> fucking live. And we all think they're big, naturally. Like, you're raised to think black bears are the size of grizzly bears. They're not. No. They're really, they're f- overweight fucking dogs. Raccoons. <laughs> they're big ass. I mean, they're not 800. I mean, they could be, I'm sure, but 
it, they're not eight, 900 pounds like people think that they are. No, no, not at all. And I think that's sometimes where, and it could be guys like from your part of the world, basically, where you come and yeah. guys look at pictures. And, and a lot of, uh, if you look at the picture of my website, you see, I really don't have anyone sitting way back behind a picture to make the bear look bigger. You're seeing the kind of bear you're getting here because I got guys sitting right behind the shoulder. Yeah. That's what a true black bear is. I mean, I could take a dog. I could take one of those little ones you saw. Yeah. Sit someone a mile back and <laughs> yeah, it's going to look like a monster. Make them look like a grizzly. And so everyone thinks that they're just huge, but I mean, they're just, they're not. They're, you know, a good bear, a good bear is going to be like 250 plus kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, those Mondos, four or five, 600 pounders, they're there. Yeah. But, I mean, I can't, well, out where you guys are, you have probably tons of 200-class whitetail, but I'd be well, like trying easy. to get one around here. It's like, you got to be lucky. You know, yeah, like, yeah. They come in, especially right right now this week, the rut really just kicked off like a we couple do. of days ago, and poof, like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're coming in. We do right. have 200 standing around behind every tree, I think. Every, every single one. Other, every other tree, probably. Every other tree. I'd yeah, say. 150s were the fucking trash deer, actually, now. But, um, <laughs> but going back to the bear, like, I feel like, I mean, I think I do anyway. I fight the natural, like, oh, I, they need to be 600-pound thing. So I don't know what I'm like. You just don't know what you're looking at, really. And you're trying to judge something that's all black. Well, pretend you're looking at a fat guy, like, uh, that's uh, 240 pounds. And then you'd be like, well, that bear is, like, big like that. That's yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's a good way. But I like your analogy. But, like, all right, if you could fit in the barrel, how easy would it be to pick yeah. him up and put him in the barrel? Yeah. And I'm looking at the bear. I'm like. I think he's good. I fuck. I don't know. But then I'm just like to shoot shit too at the same time. So I'm like, <laughs> that's the thing. I'm looking at this thing, and I'm, I got it all on video. And I'm like, you know what? I'm shooting this bear. That sounds fun. So <laughs> I draw back, and he. I draw back when he's laying down, his head's behind the barrel. And I don't know why I did because he wasn't. It worked out good because he. So timing couple seconds wise, it's great. It worked out great. Yeah, but he could have laid there and. Ate out of the barrel while I was at full draw and had to let down and redraw whatever, but um, that's fine. He didn't see me draw because his head is behind the barrel. So he stands up and starts to come around the front side of the barrel. And I could have shot him. One, I didn't want to shoot him laying, and he was kind of quartering too, and I didn't want to have a mess. So he stands up and kind of comes over, and I uh, I start doing the – that's my thing now. Mm -hmm. and I think the mapping him is too loud or aggressive. Mm -hmm. So I just went – and he stopped and looked my direction, and I just hammered him. Yeah, two angles of the shot. Um, it kind of made me, it freaked me out. I that Omnia slinging them so fast, went through and cranked the barrel. So I shoot him, <laughs> bang! <laughs> yeah, just a gong going off, and he takes off, and I hear him going for I don't know, maybe sixty to seventy yards, and then just silent. And uh, let John know, and came in, and we it's so thick in there, man. Like we were just like, we'll just wait till the morning because it, it was getting dark. I shot him at eight. So by the time yeah. you got out there, I mean, it was getting dark. So uh, you don't want to be wandering around in the dark in this thick bush up here. No. So especially you know, bears, bugs, and everything else is not a good time. Yeah. So uh, came back. We all talked about our bears. Cody already had his bear. But <coughs> Quick we had, recovery. We had to find your bear, and we're looking at footage and all that. And yep, everybody watched my footage like, oh, slam dunk, you know? Yeah. Because I felt like my my shot was for the most part. Exactly. Middle I was more middle. confident in your shot than I was my own. I was too, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we all were. Yeah. yeah. I, I, in the footage, I don't think any of us doubted that my bear was not right. dead. You know. So uh, we went in the next morning. We went to go get my bear first. We partied pretty hard. 
I mean, we got cocky. We, were, we got cocky. We were, <laughs> might, might have had a couple drinks. Yeah. We just had a couple <laughs> Crown Royals. One in Canada. Stayed up till two. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. Well, you got three hours of sleep. Two. It, it was two. Two. You made a quick exit. No, that was the night after that. <laughs> Anyways, I uh, well, I was running on three hours of sleep. <laughs> I woke you up. Actually. Kurt got me out of bed at six, and I just ran outside stumbling. And the guilt Ross felt was just so incredibly. <laughs> yeah, he had to wake. He had to wake me up the next morning too. He beat on my window. Yeah, the, you, all all uh, your gear was in this house, and Cody's passed out with the lights on. And, uh, Clint was nearby. Uh, that's, you guys got some explaining to do on that one. But uh, <laughs> hey, what happens at bear camp? <laughs> what stays? What happens in Canada? <laughs> Jeez. So, um, we, yeah, jeez. <laughs> Jesus. So, we, we went in to uh, go re- recover my bear, and we had the whole entourage. And uh, it's it's so dense in there, you, you can only see blotches of black when the bear's running away. So, I'm like, I think he went this way, but I don't know the lay of the land. I'm an idiot. It's dense in here. What the fuck? We found some blood, though. Found some yeah. blood, um, but not a ton. I'm shooting a fixed blade, uh, 125 grain, and uh, we get to the last blood. And I thought he went right because just how I pictured he was kind of running. And he kind of was going right once you look in the stand. like, And we just couldn't find him. It was but so dense. But the, the Out weird, of sight and not knowing, not having any indication of which way he went. And you can't see their footprints and this stuff unless they were doing it for it's tear, a ju- day after Tearing day. it up, really tearing it up when they're running yeah, or something. Right. But. It was, it's a jungle. We're looking for a bear in a jungle. And – uh we looked and looked and looked, and I'm and it was bothering me because I'm like, dude, we're he's dead. We're just not walk. We just didn't, haven't seen him. Yeah. So I didn't have like that feeling of after as more time went on. What did we look for a couple hours? Oh, a couple hours. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, th- this is bothering me because, like we said, you know, we analyze and analyze and yeah. analyze and analyze, and thank God I have it on video. Um, because otherwise I'd be like, fuck, maybe I hit him really bad, you know? Well, there was that one point when I turned around and I said, man, maybe you just had one of those one in a million shots. It just, it's a perfect M- shot, but it everything. missed everything. Like, yeah. Unbelievable. But like, dude, I, you know, and we, we were getting to that point, you know, and we're trying to make excuses by to, looking to, at a perfect to, shot to justify, to justify why it. we didn't find yeah. the bear. Yeah. And I got this thing zoomed and slowed and replayed and we're watching and I'm like, fuck, it's how does it get better? Right. And, you know, like Greg and Todd in camp are like, well, fuck, if we shoot a bear, how do we fucking shoot it better <laughs> to make it die if you you didn't find yours? I'm like, dude, I don't know. But it was bugging me because the sh- if, if I would have shouldered him, we wouldn't have found him. Right. Okay. We know why. Yeah. If I would have hit him in the ham and we didn't find him, I know why. You got a reason. Yeah. So it was yeah. getting to this point in the, in the recovery of your bear that we – the sun was out. It was starting to get warm one. up, and I'm like, "All right, I hate to leave you, buddy, but we got I got to go after my. We got to get your bear. So everybody more or less pulled out. Mm-hmm. We went and, and fortunately found my bear fairly quickly. Yeah, we called it on my bear. Basically, had called. Yeah, it. yeah. Which fuck? I mean, we looked. So uh, go ahead and, and finish your point there, and we'll wrap her end back. That's basically. Yeah, I was just saying everybody peeled out, and we went over and got my bear. We still had two bears to skin. Yeah, still had two bears to skin. Yeah. There was there was shit to do, and it was like I hate this really bad, but we got to roll. And uh, anyway, uh, back to your story. Yeah. So um, while you guys were um, skinning bears and stuff, I was sitting there hem hawing with uh, Clint, and it gave us time to think though too, because you, it did. You actually told us later on, you know, uh, he come in from the left. Yeah. So with yeah. the mind, we went back in there with a the mindset of thinking going right. Maybe he went back to where he came from yep. instead of going right. Which That's none right. of us did because we went by your your analogy of like, oh, he went right Post from shot. there. He Post went shot. right. Yeah. All of us yeah. pushed right. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the way the blood was going. And then yeah. as we're driving down the road, 
on our way to mine. Like, dude, did, what, what if he hooked left? What if he went left? Down well, you know, too, and I was sitting there like thinking, I'm like, all right. And I didn't have – this is the weirdest thing about it. I felt bad we didn't find the bear, right? But I would have – I didn't have the – like, I didn't have a doubt that he wasn't dead. Like, I didn't feel like the bear was wounded and suffering somewhere. Like, I'm like, the bear is fucking dead. You know what I mean? I just had that feeling. So we end up going back. I'm like, let's go back and look because then that way if we don't find it and we go a completely other direction, that I can kind of live with like we put in – the extra extra work more than a hundred percent effort yeah and then i can live with that then to just yep. be this mystery fucking bear and i'll just shoot, i don't know what the hell the hell i'm gonna shoot him from then on in if we didn't find so him you know what i mean is you me cody and ron and ron so the cabin and so you didn't even bring your bow i mean we were just it was, it was hot it was hot we, we had to find like, that bear yeah so Give one stretch last stretch effort we hit the last blood ross goes hey i'm gonna go down into the marsh i'm like okay i'll go mid halfway up the hill down to the marsh and Cody was just up for me and Ron was even deeper in and we get going and we get walking. It's not even been 10 minutes and we get down and I hear Roscoe. Well, how the hell did you say it? Oh, I, so I dropped down on that bottom and I was looking like where the, the trees meet the marsh. Uh, I was walking through the marsh, looking up in the underneath those shadows. Like yep. he probably is dark and black. So I was thinking, well, He's got to be up under there. I looked ahead of me and I saw a great big turkey buzzard sitting up on a on a dead tree, way up ahead of me by I don't know 100 yards. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder what he's looking at over there. And there wasn't anybody, just a single one. So I was still looking under those trees and working my way towards him. And I probably made it another 15, 20 yards and still looking under those shadows, looking up at him, look 10 feet in front of me, and the bear's laying there. Yeah, I I'm hear like, it. oh, Curtis, hey, Kurt. hey Curtis. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I said, there's a dead bear down here. You're like, are you serious? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, man. It knocked the wind out of me. so yeah. stressed out, man. I was oh, stressing. You were a kid well, on Christmas. And we'd only been there 10 minutes. Yeah, was so just... there wasn't one of us expecting to walk in that quick. No. And my bear ran right to his death. How he fucking should well, have. I he, mean, got on a, he got on a, he turned left and went death run. Bam, I mean, right nine, to the 90 end. degrees yep. left. If he, he, so yeah. he ran 70, 80 yards in a straight line. Last blood, turned hard left 90, straight down to the marsh. Right down the hill. There's a little yeah. beaver run there. Got mm-hmm. down that beaver run, thought, ah, this ain't working for me, and hopped out and yep. dropped. Yep. Yep. Died right there. So, yeah. um, found him, and I think we're good. I he, The hair wasn't slipping. He was nothing. The buzzard hadn't tore into him. Not I think we would have been 10 minutes later, that buzzard would have been on his oh, ass. Yeah. He was, oh, yeah. He was eyeballing but, him. Uh, found yeah. the bear, recovered him, and... Uh, you know, I think my judgment from, like, since we talked so much about judging, I think my bear is a touch smaller than I thought he was, um, but still a, a very respectable bear. It's amazing, um, though, when you let the air out of them and get them on the ground, they always end up smaller. Always, yeah. Well, that's it goes back to you just think they're bigger by nature, by yeah. storybook bears. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, um, But, yeah, I was stoked to recover them. I kind of, you know, I get emotional when I kill things. I love killing stuff, but I also like respect it. So yep. um, it was great. Got and we were we had to go quick. We got some photos. Um, Ron can fucking skin a bear fast, and uh, <laughs> I, I basically started skinning. I'm like, you know what? I'm in your fucking way, <laughs> and he just skinned around me. I'm like, yeah, we need to get going. And then uh, got four million ticks on me. And then uh, that was the best part. I, I'm telling dude, you, dude. I made, fucking hate. Ticks. I love this story. I uh, that made my whole week was watching. Tell, tell the story. So, so we're doing. We're, I'm such a pussy. Dude. Ron's just going like hell and getting this thing caped out. 
and I mean this this bear's crawling. I mean there's gosh hundreds of thousands of ticks on this yeah. thing. And Kurt has just just got the heebie jeebies and is just squirming. <laughs> and we get it Ron gets it all done, rolls it up, throws it in the pile, kinda of wads it up. And uh it's funny, he's like, Oh, I just I I don't even want to touch that thing. Cody's like, That's your bear, bud. <laughs> Tim, like I'm carrying. You're, you're carrying that bear. And oh, dude! We grabbed all the rest of the shit, and we uh, it, Kurt picked it up, and he put his hood up, zipped his zipped it's, up tight. It's getting warm, like, and I got a I got a Huntworth hoodie on. I zipped everything up tight, hood on, <laughs> hands inside my sleeves. Oh shit! I anyway, dude, I was holding out. I'm like, ah, he was, ah. he was squirming all the way there. Oh, dude, it was, was like just fear followed, factor. I was just behind him by a little ways. I'm like, hey, Kurt. He's like, yeah. Listen, I think you got a tick on you. <laughs> Dude. Uh, I hate them so bad. And then I showered, you know. I'm like, I I scrub. Dude, all right, I got tattoos. I swear ticks hide in my tattoos when they crawl out later because you can't see them. And I'm like in the shower nailing my, you know, because they get into your hair. And I'm like, yeah. You got a wire brush. Going nuts, dude. I'm like running my hand through my butt crack trying to get any of the ones hiding in there. And we're back here at the main cabin having you know a couple crowns or whatever the hell we do and I'm, then i'm finding like find them all over me i'm like god damn it what do you do so i don't want to be a black bear man no the ticks no How, i can't it's the worst well, shit ever even when we were looking at uh, cody's bear sitting in the back of the truck before we skinned did you see there's a black bear and it looked like it looked like the tips were all red yeah. oh dude uh, just, <laughs> just all the ticks were all releasing it. yeah it's crazy yeah you can't find frontline out in these deep woods dude you need to start putting frontline on the bait barrels and when they rub against it they get all they get treated oh my god something help the poor things question for any um we don't really we probably don't have any biologists that listen to the podcast they'll probably listen to something a little more uh White collar. White collar. <laughs> I was trying to think of the right Educated. Words. Yeah, educated. <laughs> Less uh, idiotic. I want to know, can you drown a tick? Like if a bear got into a lake well, and, and just soaked. I don't know. Could I, he drown ticks? I give them the, they go for the backstroke in the toilet and they don't seem to come out. Right. So I'm seeing, because uh, sometimes me and Ronnie, when we're here and we're sharing our cabinets, we're picking them off, and you look in. You know, there's 20 of them floating in there. Yep. And they're not coming out, so I, I think you can. Like, this is a, are they still moving, or are they just oh, like? Oh no, stag- they're just they're there. That's Dude, it. this is a fun fact and totally off topic. God, I'm getting fucking itchy <laughs> <laughs> talking about it. Uh, this is a fun fact and totally off topic, but beans were not getting any rain at home uh, a few years back. It was the same way, and just hotter than shit, no rain, and we were finding tree frogs on the back of the toilet seat. Swear to God. Really? Yep. For the three, moisture? Three times, yeah. They were climbing in through the sewer vent up on the roof, and they were heading down fi- trying to find moisture, and they would swim up through the toilet and be sitting oh. on the back of the toilet seat. <laughs> yeah, happened three times that summer. No kidding. I'm like, this is weird. Who's bringing these frogs in here? <laughs> but, Dude, I, anything but ticks, man. They're the worst. I, I'm Spiders over ticks. You spiders know? over ticks. But I'm not a spider fan. Like, Dude, I'm crawling right now. We're talking about it. <laughs> But like, you know, and we're spraying down with permethrin and yeah. But you're not supposed to spray it on your face. <laughs> your boy did it. <laughs> I sprayed it on my face. It might have made me sick, but you know, I don't know. What do you do? But end of the day, got my bear. Yep. Um, it, that made me happy. We got good enough photos for. We're in a race, man. 
Yep. We found my bear. We had to get it. We Tagged get and bagged and in the freezer. Yep. And that's what we did. Looks um, good, though. Looks good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they look good. He was all muddy. Oh, he was. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Crashed dude, in that beaver good. run. Yep. Yeah. I looked at Ross. I'm like, how are we going to make this thing look? We just brush, brush, brush. I brush, brush. He wasn't going to touch it. <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, once we rolled him over, though, like, he actually he got cleaned pretty quick. Once yeah, we it wasn't bad. Once we rolled him and drug, drug him over, it was it good. It wasn't bad. Um, yeah, man, pump. So, I feel much better about everything you know it's like it's what we thought it was it just went the wrong way yeah yep. and it's so dense you know fuck what do you do yeah you know? that was a hell of a first day though three bears in the first day well, like i say even a lesson for me there I and mean, we always go the way like we're looking for blood it's going that way you ever run out again just go back to last blood you know what just for shits and giggles let's just go the opposite way casey took a hard yep. other direction and made a death run you never know yep you yeah. learn you learn something new every yep. day i so. say that all the time yep, yep. No, it worked out good. Um, killed some bears, and some more bears have died since. And uh, we'll have more oh, yeah. coverage, news coverage on that. Um, Spicy. Yeah. No, I think this is a stellar first bear camp podcast here in the Canadias. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, it's been a blast having you guys here. I'm looking forward Thanks to the last us. two nights, too, yet. So we'll get some more bears down. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. We appreciate you having us out. Congrats, Cody. Congrats, Austin. Yeah. Congrats, guys. Or Ross. Awesome. Yep. Uh, awesome. I still do that. I still fucking switch up you and and Austin's <laughs> names. What the fuck? Rostin. Rostin. That's what we call it. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else we need to plug in. Um, Pretty well covered. Maybe not. We'll put all your info, episode description, if people want to book a hunt with yeah. you. Yeah, nice. Take anybody. We'll so. get her done for you. Oh, it's your boys. Uh, they call me Kurt Dance. No. Kurt Dance? Like, like Bill Dance? <laughs> well, because you're a professional fisherman, huh? <laughs> well, you said it, not me. Well... <laughs> That was more of a question. Well, I, I didn't say it. <laughs> caught a couple. I, I, said that's what pe- I said that's what people are calling me. Okay. Yeah, well, dang. Not to get cocky or nothing, but, you know. That's good. Uh, was scared to touch a – I want to catch friendly fish, man. The, all you guys have is mean <laughs> fish up here. <laughs> with teeth. Northerns with teeth. Yeah, I'm they looking, chew on stuff. Well, it took you into a creek for the suckers. <laughs> yeah, right. I just want to catch smallmouth, man. I don't have to worry about getting my thumb ripped off. Um, anyway, cool. Well, check out Big Woods Wilderness Outfitters. Hit up John. Tell him WCB sent you. And then uh, I'm sure we're booking this camp out next year, too, so if you're interested in going with us, we'll have more info out soon. Uh, my, pl- my plan is to make a landing page for our website with all the info and uh, information request forms and all that stuff. So if you want to book one of the WCB bear camps, we can make that easier. I need to get more organized with that as this gets uh, bigger and better. So appreciate you guys listening. You know what to do. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Go shoot your bow. Middle of the middle. If you're shooting bears, they're covered in sponges. Later.